Hey guys, welcome to the Fahim Mujahid podcast. I'm your host, Fahim Mujahid. I'm a mental conditioning and human performance coach, but more than that, I'm a father, husband, family member, and friend who draws a lot of inspiration and passion from pouring into other people. Listen, I've been on this journey of self-evolution myself, and I find that with each opportunity, if one's passionate enough, you can find ways to not only enrich the lives of others, but find your way to your true north. I find so much inspiration from growing and learning and doing whatever I can to expose my own wounds so that we can collectively heal together. What I want for this podcast is an opportunity for me to use it as my offering to shifting the energy, the focus, the consciousness of the world that we're all experiencing, the world that we're all living in. It's a place that I want to grow with you so that we can all grow and become the best versions of ourselves. Welcome on. Hey, hey, what's going on? Welcome to today's podcast episode. Um, it's good to be able to hold this space um, again with you, beautiful souls. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to, um, yeah, to, to, to show up and, and to be a part of this uh uh, this energy, this intention. Um, with every episode, um, you know, I want to always acknowledge the two beautiful communities um, to which I'm happy to be, um, uh, to pay or to play a small role and be of service to. Um, the first is Breathe Life, which is, again, our mindful, powerful movement here based in Miami, Florida, um, where we hold space um, beautifully, intentionally for one another, and we come together um, in all sorts of just different venues. Um, we begin in in with a very powerful um, meditation guided by yours truly and then we get into some psychology work so breathe life all those who are part of the movement who are listening to my voice welcome home um, the second um, community is that of headcase um, which is my online coaching program um, membership portal um, and it's a community that i'm pouring more intention into especially as of late trying to put some more love into it um, just because I've, I've been receiving a lot of uh, requests um, from my community to be able to just pour in and, and share a little bit more love there. So um, all those who are a part of my online community, welcome home as well. Um, so today we're talking about we're going to ex- we're going to explore a little bit about spark, like figuring out the things, figuring out how we can. Um, be more intentional about finding joy, finding spark in our lives and what we do, especially in the work that we do. Um, I've been blessed to have this amazing opportunity um, to show up in this corporate space um, recently. And, you know, I was exploring and thinking about what are some of the more powerful ways I wanted to kind of begin the journey and um, talking about the idea of getting clear about what that spark is, is something that resonated. So I hope to be able to share that with you guys and we'll pour into that, give you guys some ingredients um, to be able to extract and get clear about what that is for you and your life as well. Um, Today's word that we're going to commit to today's episode is calling, right? So obviously it's a noun. Um, Second definition for calling a strong urge towards a particular way of life or career. Wow. So the reason why that's been landing with me is that, you know, I've been just, you know, it's funny. I was talking to my wife yesterday about how, you know, I've been observing how my life has been evolving, how, 
you know, the certain things that used to fulfill me no longer fulfill me in my purpose and in my path. And I think when I started to become originally, when I started to become aware of it, you know, I was just kind of like the observer. And, you know, at the time I felt like there was obviously limitations to acknowledging and allowing myself to really arrive at that conclusion that I was no longer receiving fulfillment for certain things because I knew a lot was was still being carried on me needing to do those things that provided a certain quality of life um, for myself and for my family. And as I started to shift deeper into that um, role of observer, I started realizing that as time progressed, it felt more and more uncomfortable. It felt more and more uncomfortable. You know, as I continued to invest more time in, in certain spaces, um, in a way that I've outgrown, it felt more like, I don't know, it just felt more like I was being a hypocrite. It felt more like, I don't know, it was just like, it would just cut away at just my being because I felt like I was being inauthentic. And although the path that I once saw as a vehicle for finding full enrichment and fulfillment um, was still allowing and creating space for me to feel some reward um, from being and showing up in that way. I realized that that part of the journey was coming to an end, whether I wanted to admit it or not. Um, you know, the more I delayed the inevitable, I kind of felt like, you know, the more I stepped into the space in that way, the more people continued to see me as someone that would step into the space under that title. Um, it just felt more and more uncomfortable. Yeah, it just felt more and more, I don't know, beyond. Like, I felt like I had passed that. And it's no judgment to anyone else who's on their own path and where they are with, with their life and what's showing up for them. I just knew that, for me, the way I was being referenced to or the work that I was being um, called to do or given opportunities to do was no longer work that fulfilled me. And I was finding fulfillment in the space that I'm occupying now, powerfully, intentionally occupying now, um, which is in performance psychology, um, personal and life development coaching. You know, like that's like... I don't know, that's my that's my gift zone, my zone of genius. And I see that now, and I land in that now. Um, and I think, you know, for the longest time, you know, taking up the full power of, embodying the full power of what I felt, the work I felt called to do was something that um, was, I don't know, I, I struggled with. I struggled with allowing myself the enough roadway to evolve, to continue to, um, manifest the growth um, that my life required and, and, and be open and, and you know, um, yeah, just being open to, to expanding the way in which I see myself. So, you know, the calling for me or the word calling for me is something that's taken on so many different meanings throughout this journey, especially recently. And that's the beautiful thing about words, um, phrases, poetry, books, um, movies, you know, they they land differently depending on where we are in our lives, right? Have you ever read a book that you read probably when you were younger and you've gone back to it later on in life and, and found that it just downloaded differently? So for me, calling is, is that, right? I feel like now I'm being unapologetic about what I know, it's clear to me now. Right. So so now the part that's scary is, you know, with with evolution, you know, there's there's elements that now have to be surrendered or given over to. 
right? And I think for a good percentage of my life, I've been someone that's preoccupied a number of powerful spaces, whether it be yoga teacher, whether it be mover, whether it be plant-based nutrition expert, whether it be, so it's surrendering, it's surrendering the roles, it's surrendering the opportunities, it's surrendering, like letting all of that go so I can step into what I truly felt that all those experiences and all those roles were leading me into, was allowing me to step into. So now that I'm clear in what my purpose is in this moment, in this space, I do it with those shared experiences, but allowing myself to truly accept the calling that I feel is coming from um, within. So calling is something that I realize the more I speak it, the more I think about it, the more I landing it, the more it impacts everything that I do, um, even as I'm recording this podcast. So um, calling is the word for, um, for today. <laughs> Um, I said at the beginning, um, Spark is uh, something that I want to commit or dedicate um, today's episode to. Um, So again, I was given this amazing opportunity um, to work with this beautiful corporation um, who um, was starting up and doing um, amazing things um, for not only the health community and giving back this amazing organization. It's called New Life. And what they wanted to do is they wanted to explore what it would look like to create like a coaching program for their team you know let those who are accustomed to nurturing others be nurtured right and you know what i love about doing corporate work is that you know whenever you work with a you know corporation um i always think just like anything else you should go in with a clean slate and allow them to create the context allow them to create um the outline allow them to um, be a part of the melding process so that when they step back and, 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 and take stock of the experience, they feel like it has elements that feel very personal to them. Um, so, you know, we had the initial introduction conversation that was felt with so much love and I felt so seen and, you know, I tried to and I think I I think I arrived at that space where everyone who participated also felt seen and valued. And, you know, I was thinking about when I was in that moment and really just receiving them as they are, you know, and thinking about how I can show up powerfully. You know, I thought about like, you know, different things drive different people. Like we're all, even if we share the same space or the same kind of work, you know, the drivers to that work are differently, you know, or land or operate differently for each and every one of us. So for me, being a resource, a vessel for these beautiful spirits to be able to find um, a way of connecting with themselves, connecting with the work um, is important for me. So, you know, for me, I wanted to get clear about and I felt like the first clear question you need to really just kind of arrive at is what is it that what what is it that drives your ability to feel fulfilled in the work that you do? Because if I, if I can get clear about what that is for you, then I can know where to kind of and how to show up for you so that you feel um, the support and the intention behind the support that I desire or that you desire. Right. So I found this amazing test. And, you know, this is a test that you can do 
um, I can't remember what book, man. I, I read so many books and I just like it. I, I always add these things to my journal, but it's a series of questions that you can ask yourself to get clear about um, which elements of what it is that you do speak to um, freedom, speak to learning, um, speak to achieving, speak to connection. Um, and it's a series of just a few questions. Um, and hopefully by the end of the podcast, I'll remember the literature. But nonetheless, um, the questions go as follows, right? So the first series of questions, um, <clears throat> the first series of questions, and well, let me let me let me um, go back. And so the way this exercise works is to help you identify your personal joy criteria, right? So you're going to read each of the statements, and then your the concept is to use um, a scale from one to five, rate your level of agreement or disagreement. So one is strongly disagree, two is disagree, three is neither, four is agree, five is strongly agree, right? So I want you to use that scale when it comes to these first three questions, and they they break up in, in different um, categories, right? So this um, first series of questions are is only three, right? So here you go. The first question is, I get a lot, or the first statement is, I receive a lot of pleasure from learning new things. So you want to explore that one, two, three, four, five, right? So do you strongly agree, disagree, neither agree, or strongly agree, right? Question number two, I seek out new challenges at work. Do you seek out new challenges at work? Question number three, I benefit, or statement number three, I'm sorry, I keep saying question, benefit number, uh, statement number three, I benefit by working with others who have more skills or expertise than I, or than me. So after you come up with those three questions, you want to figure out what your total is, right? You want to figure out what your total number is. And the way it's written, it says if you score higher than a 12 in one of those categories, or if you score higher than a 12 in that category, um, what you're finding is that by answering those questions truthfully and arriving at a high number, what it indicates is that for you, in order to find a spark or fulfillment in what you do, learning is a, learning has to be a very powerful anchor to what it is that you're experiencing. So you cannot be in a, a job that, or in a space that has you doing work, no matter how purposeful it is, if it doesn't have a component of learning and growing. And if you're in that space and you don't take every opportunity to incorporate more opportunities for you to find enrichment from learning, then you're doing yourself a disadvantage, right? So it kind of gives you a little bit to kind of think about. Um, the other, the other, I'm not going to go through all of them, but the other thing that, the other um, portion that I thought was important um, is, all right, so the next three questions or next three statements. The first one is, I prioritize forming genuine friendships at work. Number two, I enjoy helping others at work. And number three, I prefer to have colleagues working closely with me versus working independently. Right, so, and what's that, what that's an indication of, and again, calculate the numbers, 12 to, you know, anything above, anything north of 12 is, is an indication that this area is very important for you. So what is this area? Connecting with others. Connecting with others. So if those three statements for you resonated and you look back at the number and the number is 13, 14, or 12, chances are you need to make sure that you're operating in a space that allows you to connect with others. Why is that important? You know, without going too much into detail, it's so important because our ability to feel fulfilled and find enrichment in our lives is our responsibility. 
Right. And I think a lot of times we get into these roles and step into these opportunities that life is life is presenting or gifting us. um, And we automatically assume um, that whatever presents itself is all there is all that there could ever be instead of finding ways to crowd in opportunities to enrich more fulfillment in the process. So if you are one who scored high on connecting, how can you be more intentional about drawing that connection into your work? If you are someone that scored high on learning, how can you create um, and and encourage uh, a learning environment, Um, whether it be um, in the work that you're doing independently, whether it be the work that you're doing managing up, like how can learning be a powerful component, right? So I want to leave you with two powerful questions. The first question, and this is a question that I asked the team is how can we create more room in our work or life for those aspects? How can you create more room in your work or life for those aspects that are important to you? Like I said, if it is learning, how can you explore and where can you look um, to create space? to make space for learning. Same thing for connecting. And question number two, what needs to be expanded or removed? What needs to be expanded or removed? Sometimes it's the removal of things, right? Sometimes it's by removing um, that we ultimately make room. So if you are someone that find a lot of enrichment and nourishment from learning, it's, it's you know, the first part is figuring out, okay, well, where, where can I explore that? Where can I, um, where can I address that need, that desire? But also the second question is, what's taking up a lot of my space now? And out of the things that are taking up my space now, what, what needs to be removed? What can be removed to make more um, powerful space for those things, um, those aspects of my spark that I could ingratiate into what I'm doing? So that was uh, an exercise that I know the team found uh, to be very useful. Um, So I hope that it lands you where you are and maybe you can kind of begin to explore what are certain aspects that you can crowd into your being and where you're doing and and the work that you're doing and the role that you have in your life and um, get curious um, about what that may look like for you. All right. So I hope it was helpful. All right, guys. See ball, think ball. Cheers. (laughs) 